0: The holidays came early this year, Party God Squad. If you're still not sure what to get the man in your life, then look no further than our friends at Manscaped. The leading men's hygiene brand just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their new shower time favorite, the Body Buffer. It's time to give the man in your life the gift of smooth balls and a good shower time experience this holiday season. Get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscape.com and using promo code Rocky at checkout. I don't know about you, but I am tired of finding Santa's beard hair in my dude's pants. In fact, hairy balls are the fastest way to end up on my naughty list and not the good naughty list. But Harry Jingle Balls are a thing of the past with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. Candy cane balls are no more. It's also waterproof, so he can use it in the shower. Deck the halls. It's like a gift to give yourself with less mess. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. Keep his North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code ROCKY. Get your man a gift you'll both enjoy. The gift of Manscaped. His jingle balls will thank you. Concert Season 2022 at Brooklyn Bowl for a band called The Hold Steady. If you haven't heard of them, then maybe you gotta expand your musical palette. They're a storytelling band based out of Brooklyn that do attract a very large male crowd in their 30s and early 40s. White male in particular. Statistically, this is a dice roll when it comes to crowds. But you know me. I go where the music is. And I go where the fun is. Before I get to the concert, I want to give anyone traveling to Brooklyn Bowl by themselves a real quick and helpful make it to the next day tip. I walked to this concert with three people who happened to be male. It was in Williamsburg, safe neighborhood, doesn't matter, stuff happens everywhere. And that's not to say you can't be attacked or harassed when you're with three dudes but statistically, again, it's not usually the case. So if you aren't in a small pack of sorts and you've never been to this venue, it's a bit desolate and it can be a little industrial. So, you know, make a travel plan. Don't just wing it on your way to Brooklyn Bowl. We make it in, they have a metal detector, cool, but let's give a little more thorough look through these bags once we get through the metal detector, huh? They push a stick around and then they send you on your way. By the time we got in the venue, we had missed the opening act. A bit too much banter over the charcuterie board. For the amount of people that were there, it was surprisingly easy to make our way to the middle of the crowd and with absolute perfect timing because the band came on right when we solidified a great spot. I'd only ever heard their music. I'd never seen their faces. You can argue this both ways, that humanity has either evolved or devolved in our relationships to musical artists and their songs. Back in the day, I don't know, the 30s through the 2000s, you could see musical artists on magazine covers, TV specials, album covers, and live if you were lucky. So you could put a face to a song. Now if you only just like a band or a song, you're just going to listen to their music on Spotify or Apple Music music. A lot of the times you don't physically see their faces or know anything about their personal lives if you don't follow them on Instagram. So I had never seen these guys. I had no idea that the lead singer looked so cool. In fact his look kept morphing throughout the show. Some would argue that that's mushrooms for you Rocky. I would counter that my mushrooms never quite left the station and that's okay because sometimes a train stalls and sometimes frankly you just miss the train. I don't know which side of this train analogy I fall under but my mushrooms never kicked in and that's okay. The lead singer's face changed anyway. First, I was seeing Mr. Magoo with Dexter's lab glasses, then I saw Drew Carey, then Ralph from A Christmas Story. Topical. We danced, we swayed, and as I'm swaying, I'm looking around the crowd. I'm surveying, and I want to tell you about three men that attended this concert. The first was a man who was about three rows up, seven people over, except there were no seats or rows. So just imagine that there were seats and rows. He was alone, he was not dancing, he was not moving, he was not singing. I get it, sometimes I wanna see concerts with my feet up, a pair of sunglasses on and a notebook in my hand, but then I noticed him looking at me. Bro, you paid for this band and I'm not seeing a dime of that cash, so stop burning a hole in my cheek. Then he starts moving his body back really weird towards us and it would've taken him a while to get to us, but boy oh boy, did he get to us why in the name of the lord would you ever move back in a concert furthermore your potential target is on to you bro you got some real weird behavior he got so close to me he was practically on top of my friend who without hesitation when i said can we motor this dude's freaking me out my friend essentially said say less and then we motored if your friends aren't doing this reassuring you that they have your back in public outings. That's a problem. So shout out to mine for not being that way. The second, and I don't wanna shame him, cause I do get it. I almost broke my neck dancing at a Busta Rhymes concert, so I get it. Sometimes the rhythm really does get ya. And this guy, this guy I'm about to tell you about, he was a little gross. Let's call him Big Wet, Sloppy Spits. Don Droolsey. I believe that this man was actually a bunch of mini COVID 19s stacked on top of each other wearing a human man costume. I want you to picture a young egger from Men in Black. Sugar water? Yeah. A 31 year old egger testing out the art of dance. A bunch of COVID-19 stacked on top of each other wearing a 31-year-old egg or sugar water costume testing out the art of dance at a concert in their new human body. He was lit up like a Christmas tree having a one-man mosh pit. There has to be a group consent on a mosh pit, otherwise it won't work. I watched Edgar Sugarwater claim his space, pick up a beer from the ground, chug some sips of it, turn around, sing in a stranger's face, spit all over it, then peer pressure said stranger into drinking his floor beer. I must have missed two songs watching that rodeo show. And if you're wondering if spit droplets travel further than six feet, oh boy, they do. And the third guy, we saw him outside. We were standing there smoking a joint before we got in the cab, and here comes this dude. I assume he's just going home, where he's going to test out more corny jokes, but he walks past us and he said, "'The smell of weed is strong with that one.'" Even repeating that sentence gave me the ick. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? Saying that sentence. If he had a nickel for every time he said a cool, quick quip like that, then he'd have a bag of nickels. And then I'd take that bag of nickels, because with wit like that, he doesn't need all those nickels. 2022, you were an amazing year for concerts. To all the people that I concerted with this year, we had the best time. To the Hold Steady, thanks for our ending concert season with a bang. Party, party, party.
1: Time. Time, Time. Four. Duh. Run.
0: Duh. welcome to the rocky rundown where you get to learn a little bit about my week party god squad hello did you have a good week I sure hope so. I hope you're getting your holiday shopping done in a timely manner. It is so much easier to be wild if you don't have a looming to-do list, let me tell you. I have to have to wish my dear friends Karen, and Katie happy birthdays this week. Every year, this double celebration is a much-respected holiday in my friend group, and this year, we will continue that tradition. And birthdays aren't the only thing we have to celebrate this week. There's also a wedding happening. And this wedding is different than any other wedding I've been to because this wedding I am officiating. Can you believe it? I'm ordained. I've given speeches at weddings. I've planned bachelorette parties. But this will be the first time I've ever had the power vested in me. All I have to say is, that's dope. I was planning on writing what I was going to say for the ceremony all weekend. Instead... I sat on the couch and watched White Lotus from top to bottom, which honestly wouldn't have been so bad if I could just accept that, hey, that's how you're going to spend your rainy Saturday, baby, lawless and braless. Instead, I tell myself I'm going to do something productive after the next episode. But then the only thing I did productive was hit skip intro. I think that's okay, though. That's called self-care, relaxation. And this show is anything but relaxing. This show gets you thinking. It's tension-building episode after tension-building episode, and you never know what's next, and who's doing what to who, and the second season is half in Italian. By the way, more shows should be in two languages. I'm already smarter watching this because I'm picking up some Italian along the way. Espire, that means breathe. And learning is also self-care, so double whammy. Also, it feels fun to be in the White Lotus wave. The cultural feel is Game of Thronesy, but sexier. I like that. I like being caught up in the wave. And now that I'm caught up, I don't have to binge. I'm in the moment and some of the best thinking in the world comes from being in the moment. That's why it's time for Rocky's highest thoughts, my most stoned thoughts of the week. Number one, what's the protocol on Hinge when you see someone you know? I'm genuinely asking how you approach this. Number two, and I've had this thought many times, but what if school from the beginning was a choose-your-own-adventure? Start with kindergarten. You have four different options on how you learn the ABCs, and whatever way the student likes learning best for them, they follow that path. And what if we just from a really young age nurtured what kids were really good at and kept letting them follow that path? I can't help but think about how different things would be if we nurtured instead of pushed. Number three. Not all heroes wear capes, but it'd be easier if they did. And number four. Voting shouldn't just be for politicians and laws. Every year, Americans should have to vote on which day of the year holidays fall on and which holidays we need to retire for good. My guest this week is comedian Anya Malik. Anya's wild word was holiday season. Frankly, Holiday season, in my opinion, is the best time of year to do the wildest kind of stuff. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me at Wild Nights with Rocky on TikTok and Instagram, at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter. If you want to watch extended interviews with all of my guests, please follow along on YouTube. You can support the show by joining my Patreon for 2 or $5 a month. A big thank you to everyone who's written and everyone who will write a review after this episode is over. It really does make a difference. And now, please enjoy my Wild Nights conversation with Anya Malik.
2: Anya, welcome. Thank you for doing the podcast.
0: Thanks for having
1: me.
2: Absolutely. I'm happy to have you. I like your comedy store hat. Are You, uh, you perform there regularly?
1: Very regularly. Yes, yeah. I'm there very regularly. I'm not a paid regular, but uh,
2: that's okay. Not, I wasn't gonna. That, that wasn't my next. That wasn't my next question. I was just wondering yes. if you're there because you're rocking the hat.
1: Well, who knows? By the time you air this, that might have changed. By I day. mean,
2: I got my fingers crossed. We were talking a little bit. Obviously, we won't get into the details of who it was for or what it was for. But we were talking a little bit about a commercial callback that you had, which we're just putting out in the air. Booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. Do you get a lot of commercial auditions? Because I'm I'm struggling uh, yeah. with mine. I'm like on Zoom for these auditions.
1: This wasn't a callback. This was, wasn't uh, round a, callback. This was round a round one. This was a round one. Okay. But it was in person. So mm-hmm. I have for that. I'm grateful. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I was exhausted with the Zoom and the self-submission. Mm-hmm. Actually, I preferred I prefer the Zoom really? audition over the self-submission because at least it shows me that casting tried. At least it tells me they did something. They set something up. They didn't just leave it up to me, they, Yo, this is what we want and go. Like, yeah, the
2: self-tapes.
1: Yeah, that's self-tape, yeah. and then like you know, just have fun. You got all these like uh, two-page mm-hmm. instructions, and then like at the end, it's like just have fun. I'm like, just I'm have, fun. To have fun with all of this shit to remember.
2: I'm. This is you a know? job. You have me setting up lighting. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah, I'm a job. <laughs> and it's
1: just me too. And yeah, no, nah, don't don't have me don't have me bring a friend or significant other <laughs> into the equation. I'm over here losing patience. I can't yeah. work with this. Come on, you're a director. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. No, that's not my profession. I'm over here helping you. And yeah. yeah, You're reading it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Don't say it like that. I'm, OK, I'm, now I'm, you're too I'm,
2: good. You're too good. Yeah, yeah. Now you're too good. Take it back. They got to pay attention to me. That's too funny. Yeah, you're still
1: in the moment. You got to <laughs> really just get, get lit, level even. Come on, even.
2: I helped my brother with self-tapes a lot. I actually helped him with a couple this morning. And then there was a couple months ago I was helping him. And he was like, calm down, Meryl. Calm down, Meryl. This is this is about me right now. <laughs> I was yeah, like you're stealing the shine yeah. yeah he was like just just calm down just calm down well that's great and it's especially great to be getting auditions right around now if uh anybody you know, know everybody knows right now we are in the uh right in the thick of the holiday season okay there we go that's okay
1: uh- All right, all right. So I'm glad you reminded me.
2: I reminded you because Anya's wild word was holiday season. So I am very excited for this story. Anya, please, the floor is yours. Take us into your wild night story, holiday season.
1: Yeah, it was the the whole holiday season in 2018 Mm -hmm. was very, very ratchet and risky Mm -hmm. for me. Uh, It was very ratchet and risky. Uh, A lot of travel a lot of promiscuity, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of ho-shit, a lot of drunkenness. Um, But New Year's 2019 was particularly wild. It was just all of that energy of the whole season had finally caught up to me. And it was just, I just exploded with doing the most. I was drinking all the liquor that night. I went to like five locations by myself. I ended up at the Hollywood Improv and drank some more just in time for the new year. Like I walked through the door at midnight, just in for the countdown, just in time for the countdown. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, very intoxicated, but I was trying to kind of play it cool. You know, after the, the, the champagne toast, I went over to another side of the bar and it was this woman that was just like mesmerized to see me. And I didn't want you know anything she wasn't bad looking I was just not dealing with her energy because she was just extra and it was
2: this was not someone you knew
1: this was not someone I knew this a was new, not a new I knew. extra
2: lady yeah yeah
1: it's a new very extra very excited to see me and so I was kind of like kind of running away from her and she had kept popping up throughout the night and then finally I was like come on over here ended up fucking in public okay um, <laughs> well no not not to nobody's eye you know i
2: okay. no one well- no
1: one was there except for us but yeah it was very risky it where was, was the risky. pub?
2: Where was the public? Did you do it in the bathroom? Did you do it in a car? Did you do it in a corner behind something under a table? She sit on your lap. Give us the details of where it happened.
1: It was like a corridor. It so people could have gone in and out. Somebody could have came through there. Someone could have came through. Mm-hmm. But for the grace or whatever, they didn't. <laughs> right, right. And it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a full. It wasn't a full sexual episode either. It was just like right. you know a few stabs and we was like, what is we doing? (laughs) Yeah, we have to chill.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
1: then, yeah, then she went out and then told everybody at the establishment that she was just fucking. Uh, No, it it didn't blow me up. It was, that was also kind of, embarrassing. Well, not really. I didn't find out that she was telling everybody till like days later. <laughs> it was like, Oh, so you heard- remained
2: anonymous somewhat yeah, okay.
1: somewhat. The bartender knew the bartender knew it was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I woke up, it was the worst hangover. And then it was like, you know, all the remorse from the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and like I said, it's that whole holiday season. It started at Halloween and I, I was in Philadelphia and like hooked up with a, with a random woman and learn the hard way why you're not really supposed to you're not supposed to go nowhere but home on Halloween you know
2: (laughs) you mean like go to a second location after you've been somewhere or you mean just stay home in general no
1: go to your home or your hotel go to where you go to where you want to wake up and go back to sleep you know not wake up and leave and put your costume back on on November 1st (laughs) you know what I mean gotcha so on January 1st, I was just thinking of all of that. It, would, it all flowed to me. And I was like, bruh, and I was thinking, I was like, Anya, Anya, was you fucking last night? No. Nah. And so that was crazy too. I was like, I had to, I had to ask myself, like, whenever you got to do the inventory, you got to, yeah. I was like, <laughs> wait, I don't, I feel like I fucked, but is that, I did, that's right. Dang, yeah. I got some head too, God dang, it was risky. Uh, it was it was trifling. Uh, luckily, I came out you know uh, unscathed. Of course. But, but wow, but wow, what a what a season that was! It was very wow. I'm definitely I'm definitely uh make a conscious effort to calm myself down during the holiday time because I mm-hmm. noticed for me that that's a uh, that's a high activity season for yeah. me. Yeah. You know, we got to we got to keep track of our seasons. Some people go crazy in the summer, and some people, uh, some people go people crazy in the winter. Up in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me it's the fall and the winter. It's just,
2: man. So, gross. I want to take it back a little bit cuz you kind of jumped ahead. You said, I'm at this party. It was my fifth stop of the night, solo. You weren't there with anybody else. You see this woman and you went from seeing her not really digging her energy to fucking her raw, I'm assuming, since you said unscathed. Yeah. I want to know, how does she win Anya over to get to a point where you're in the corridor with her?
1: Win me over? Uh... Well, she
2: wasn't. You didn't. She didn't have you at first. You, you didn't like her energy. So something had to shift. Where, where was the shift?
1: I don't think it was a her thing. I think it was I increased the stakes. I think she was just I don't know. I think she was just trying to make out. I was mm-hmm. like, well, Let's
2: come on, it next level. The fuck
1: right mm-hmm. now. How about mm-hmm. that? Or otherwise leave me alone.
2: <laughs> gotcha. Ultimatum stuff. So
1: yeah, bother me until I'm like, hey, fuck me or leave me alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's not a guaranteed pathway to success. I might just disappear on Or not finish. You said it was, was
2: just a few, few stabs.
1: Was, well, yeah, we was also it was very it was a very uh not just sexually risky; it was a situationally risky. It was situationally risky, yeah, so yeah, that yeah, wasn't, yeah. you know, we wasn't really winning. We we had just crossed the threshold. Mm-hmm. We, we checked it off. We we got a technical body. It was yeah a, it yeah was yeah technical, yeah. No one finished. We didn't change no positions. I mean, there was head, but it was <laughs> it was it was uh I don't know. It was more consumptive. Okay. <laughs> it was more consumption. Quick
2: head, quick head. Now with quick head. Now just had the you a coat of saliva. Had you never gotten, you had never hooked up in public before? Was that a first for you? No, I I
1: had, but it wasn't, it wasn't in a place that I frequent. Actually, I've hooked up in public, but there's nobody around. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Outside in like a natural type of setting, like a beach Mm -hmm. uh, or something like it. I did some things outside, but never in an establishment. Have I, have I behaved like that? I'm trying to think, I'm trying to search my memories. Yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to think, man. No, Cause as soon as I say it out loud, it'd be like, well, Andre, there was that one time. Yeah. 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 On the balcony, it show. <laughs> I, did, I did get, I did get head in Texas outside on the patio of a, a bar uh, of a karaoke bar. Uh, but that wasn't sex. But that was very risky in Texas, of all places. Mm-hmm. They would have loved to throw the book at me out there. Yeah, where, and the big book, The statute book too. of limitations. <laughs> the statute of limitations. That was over a decade ago. Yeah, so, they can't get you on that. Uh, yeah. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. Um, I'm trying to behave. I'm trying to behave. Well, not I, I, trying to behave. I behave.
2: You're behaving. I
1: behave. I behave, I behave exemplary these days. Uh,
2: I have to say I can relate to this story quite a bit because in 2019, right before 2020 and the holiday season, I was having a little bit of a, a real wild phase. I would say it was the wildest of my life. And just a tip, if you're ever hooking up, I, I, I have two hooked up in a corridor, uh, not at a party,
1: just
2: <laughs> not just the tip, <laughs> this, is, this is just a tip, but it wasn't just the tip uh this wasn't a couple stabs you know what i'm saying and um, <laughs> this was a few stabs and uh it was just a a random like apartment building corridor around the corner from the bar i was at i was like let's go in here now here's the tip if you're ever hooking up in a corridor and people walk in and, on you all you have to say is oh my god i'm so sorry we just got engaged. Then they're like, oh, we're so- no, we're sorry, enjoy your moment. And then that'll buy you some time.
1: My thing is whenever I'm caught, whenever I feel like I'm caught, yeah, I gotta just lean into the catching and just be like, turn it around. Like, why are you interrupting me?
2: Yeah. What you, are you doing you here? What are you push.
1: doing here? It's
2: your fault. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah.
1: Or just lean into it. It's like, hey, could you leave for a second? You, yeah. okay, I'm not gonna, you know, cause, because once you caught, you know, if you bring the caught energy to it, if you bring the caught behavior, yeah. then you're just going to produce caught results. But if you stand firm, <laughs> 10 toes, full <laughs> chest, full chest, bold face, whole mouth, you know, 10 dick toes. Out, you got, dick you got, out, dick out, pants a, at your ankles. Toes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing my flag right here. We got to stand on that. I got to stand on it. You know, we got, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah we clock it. We log the time. Yes, at 11.57. Yeah. At we were here.
2: Well, that I mean, well, you I'm- gotta do different strokes for different folks. You gotta do what ha- what works for you. Literally different strokes for different mm-hmm. folks. You gotta do what works for you if you're having sex in public. But those are a couple of our tips. Me and Anya I'll have a- I'll take
1: a stab at it.
2: <laughs> have. Now another question I have is what did you do? Because again, I'm saying I'm really relating to this because that time for me, I was so wild that I went into 2020, literally January 1st, and I said, hashtag well-behaved rocky 2020 i can't i gotta stop the foolery. <laughs> i have to stop the foolery and then the foolery was stopped for me because of the pandemic but what were some of the things that it, you, really? Like, it really was i really oh i really God. was like well-behaved rocky because i i was like you i was like i can't this is too wild even for me and what am i doing like this no we uh, 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 you know that's how i felt so what did you do to kind of reel it in and say well you know, this is in these streets
1: this is what it is about me. I'm never on the hunt. You know, I'm never, I'm never on the hunt. I never go out with the goal to make shit happen like Mm -hmm. that. I'm usually always only on safari. You know, I'm not (laughs) in the hunt. I'm just, you know, I like to enjoy the landscape. I see nature. I like to, you know, I like to see the animals in their Mm -hmm. habitats, in their natural environments. But yeah, if if the animals get too close to the vehicle, you know, for research purposes, we mm. got to do studies sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's, you know, so, so then I had to even, cause it wasn't my approach, you know, I'm not going out with these with these uh, results in mind. And so, but if I'm producing these results in a, in a kind of way that, you know, in the moment it, it seems dope, uh but like in hindsight it would be very like very risky and dubious looking back you yeah, know yeah. to 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 participate in my own uh experiences like this um and then even then i like how should be happening i noticed about myself i'm like a uh, well when when i'm in that mode it's like a like a, uh, a right quick yeah know? like come over here right quick or yeah give me your address right quick something 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 right quick right quick right quick it's all right quick right quick which is probably got me farther uh with that than ever trying to do anything at all it's always just all on the moment and so it's just kind of just being uh just standing on myself a little more to to slow down, man. Write slow. You know what I'm saying? I do. Scope yeah. it out. See see what's going on. Don't just jump up in there like that, or don't just don't just exchange info. Don't just do all of that at the same time. It, it's hard to really say. Like I said, I don't go out with that with I don't that go intention, out with that mindset, with the intention. So usually when stuff happens like that, it, it's like the mood or the moment will will make it happen, or it'll, it'll move along in such a sequence that you know, for me to stop it a lot of times, you know, feelings could get hurt.
2: Anya, I want to ask you, I, I actually don't know. Where are you from originally? I'm from Oakland, California. Oh, okay, nice, in nice. California in the
1: Bay Area, dope era. I'm from, era. Uh, I like to tell people I'm from, uh, I'm from Oakland 2005 and six. I'm from the hy era.
2: <laughs> got you, got you. Okay. Um, I actually, I had, uh, do you know Andrew Oroffel?
1: Yeah, we know, each other. Uh,
2: you know each other. He, he came on the show a while back. And he mentioned the hyphy era too. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm from the East Coast. So I didn't know but that would be the second time that that era gets mentioned on the show.
1: Shouts out to Andrew Arofo.
2: Shouts said, I out represent to that
1: base shit, base shit, man,
2: from Oakland, you live in LA now. And now I noticed for your LA schedule, I wanted to ask you this. When you're doing stand-up, I know some of your shows are um, 420 shows. Do you notice a big difference in audiences? Like, because anybody could show up to a comedy show high, but do you notice a big difference in the audience that is allowed to smoke weed and watch you or the audience that's just allowed to drink and watch you? Uh, yeah, the drunks are a little bit wilder, and then mm-hmm. the
1: stoners are way more calm. Like, they laugh with calm energy. They're just kind of a little bit uh, lower energy. Um, Interesting. But they. And then the drunks, you can't, I mean, I prefer the stoners to the drunks. Yeah. Um. I like a, I like a good, good crossfade audience. If I had to choose one or the other, I will go with the stoners just because they're not going to interrupt you. You know, the drunks mm-hmm. are going to interrupt you. Now they might space out and not listen to something and you might yeah. have to re-explain something. You're not going to get disruptions like you would from the drunk asses.
2: And you just came out with, about a month ago, you came out with a special called Mr. Sir. Uh, yeah, shout out, out to out. the
1: Comedy Cube, Funny Media Group.
2: Shout out to them. And you can find out why it's called Mr. Sir if you watch the special. We're not going to give that away here. We are not just going to give, give away. away. That's not how we're going to do it. The title uh, like, track. <laughs> the the title track. We're not going to do that. But you you can find out by listening. Now, you put this special out. Was that your first special?
1: That was my first filmed. Uh, that was my first production set. Yeah. That's the first production comedy production that I uh, participated in. Uh, with film, I've released several albums. I, right. Actually, my first comedy album came out ten years ago, around mm-hmm. this time, 2012, December 2012. And so I've been I've been uh, producing and releasing actual multi-camera comedy production. I did film another one this year uh, that was filmed in 2021, February 2022. I shot uh, I shot an hour. It's in post. It's ready to release, but. This came out and I wasn't really aware of their schedule when they released yeah. it. And so when they released it, kind of put my release on the back burner to yeah. put some more to put some attention on this. Cause I, you know, I really like how it came out. I was very pleased by it. I was a little intoxicated that day because I was like later in the lineup. Okay. Uh, I was later in the schedule and they had open bar in the green room. And so I was just bored and anxious. And by the time of I course. got on, I was tipsy. And I remember being tipsy, but I don't remember the set or how it went or anything. And then so okay. when I finally saw it, I was I thought I was kind of nervous and embarrassed. Like me, and it took like 13 months for them to release it. So I was like really anxious. I like, yeah. nah, did, it, did I suck? Did I did I bomb my shit? Did, did I did I and then I looked at it and I was like, oh no, you were nah, that was perfect. Oh man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No, I would have never thought that you were, first of all, obviously not bombing. I really enjoyed it. And it didn't come off that you had any kind of drunk or sloppy energy from it. What does something like that feel like? So you've released comedy specials. That's always a big deal when you put out a special audio version. But to do this camera version, to do this version that's actually quite crisp, beautifully done, and has really funny material from start to finish, how do you feel afterwards?
1: Uh, man, I don't, I really, it's kind of difficult because the feeling kind of hits me later. You okay. know, like it. you can't really see the label when you're in the package, so yeah. to speak, you know? And so, I, I mean, I feel like it's an accomplishment. I feel like, huge, like it's huge. Like, you know, it's like proof, you know, it's like all this, all this shit I've been saying about myself for years, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, to finally have proof, it's like, I don't have to say it as much. So now to yeah. have something that speaks for me, you know, is, 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 is better than me speaking for me and so that that feels like a relief it feels like uh man like I never really stopped to even examine the feeling of it honestly because then that's even that's what that, this show like, is for <laughs> <laughs> but I never what I'm like trying to do it right now it's like man because even then when they released it like I said I didn't even know it was mm-hmm. coming out I just saw it. it's like it's been out for a couple of days. Somebody tagged me in it. And I'm yeah, just like, no yeah. like, gotta told heads me." heads up, and yeah. So, so then at that point, so then like as soon as I saw that it was released, I'm like, okay, well then now I got to get to work on doing the clips and clipping it up and, and, and promoting and telling everybody that it's out, putting it on my website, putting right. it here, do there, adding it to the other things that I've got going on. And so even then, so new work begins. And yeah. So it, it takes me in a moment where... You know, I haven't really, I haven't really stopped and breathed, breathed with it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think I really will be able to breathe with it until I hit certain milestones with it. It's not going to hit me till it, it does like numbers, numbers that, you know, I don't, I don't even know how, how I'm going. I can't predict the field. You know what I'm no. saying?
2: Yeah. I would say to you, I think you should take a second to sit with it and take a second to like really take it in maybe have some people over and watch it because it was so well done and it's such a nice product and it's a great amount of time too so to to be able to send that out and like you said have this body of work that you can now say okay i've put my money where my mouth is and now you can see me and to have it be such quality funny stuff and be able to send it out i don't know i i think you should take a second sit with it and enjoy it because it's only going to you're only going to keep if you're working hard at it, you're only going to keep getting better. And you're only going to keep putting out more quality stuff that more people can be excited about. So don't, don't let it pass you by without taking the second to feel it or being like, I don't know, I don't wanna feel it. Like really feel it, cause it was great. And you have this amazing way when you're doing stand standup, uh, it is hard to compliment without giving anything away, but I'm gonna try. You have this way, like even when you interact with the audience, if they're getting kind of loud or if they're like uh, heckling a little bit without even realizing it, you have this way of gently reining them in where the rest of the audience can laugh at them, but you're not necessarily shitting on them or roasting right. them. You almost are like right. um, going above their head with the way you're like pulling them back in and like, oh, okay, yeah, I see, I see you, like whatever. You're acknowledging it and in a way that um. Is That's
1: cr- something I picked up. Uh, uh, I don't know when or where I picked up, but at, at some point I realized that you don't have to to eviscerate hecklers, or mm-hmm. sometimes you could just. You don't even have to write a lot of jokes in response. Sometimes the situation you can just narrate. Me mm-hmm. narrating what what is occurring is also hilarious, or the people it will is. find it hilarious because okay, without him saying anything, him just saying what's happening in his depiction of it, it you know it might it, me being the narrator and, and the orator at the same time is you know. Uh, it's something I kind of picked up on a while ago that you don't have to really to own the heckler or own exactly. uh, the, the 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 audience all the time.
2: Exactly. Uh, yeah. No. And I almost thought um, that you were from the south somewhere because it it has this southern hospitality way about it. The way you do it, like it almost like oh bless his heart, kind of way that you handle the hecklers.
1: Yeah, I say blessings a lot. Um, yeah. I say blessings a lot when I, as I elevate things that I would say, I just say blessings instead.
2: Yeah, but you know I that say Southern say instead. the Southern saying when somebody doesn't yeah, like somebody bless that's blessed their heart. Your heart. Yeah. That's the energy I got. You have blessed your heart, even if you're not saying blessings, like even if you're saying whatever, you have the very much like bless his heart energy. And I, I just, I loved every second of it. So it's exciting to know that you have another film special in post, on the way. And so I assume right now you're working on coming up with the next one after that and workshopping that, uh, right?
1: Yeah, I got I uh, I got, I got. It. So so Mr. Sir, out now. You can check it out on my website, AnyaMalik.com. Mm-hmm. Once I get a certain amount of views or a certain actual time period passes by, production I have in post right now, I, I've got a couple of ways to release it. And then I got something else that I shot, not a big production, but something like a long set that was produced that had some moments that is getting cut up uh and we it was like a couple of angles and i had a, uh, I had a real crazy heckler moment and i wasn't benevolent with the blessings on that one um, <laughs> <laughs> i was all oh, i let these hecklers have it oh yeah man. yeah so i got a couple of things down the pipeline i've been doing albums but then i started in tw- 2020 doing EPs I've been incorporated because I I released to Spotify, Apple music and all of this through mad records, shouts out mad records and orchard. And it's like something that I'm able to approach creatively rather than business wise, you know? So I have a, I have a a somewhat of a business mind or a business awareness of my background Uh, before comedy. I was, I was into music, music industry in the Bay area and like, uh, studied a lot about the music business. And then when I crossed over into comedy, I realized like basically all of the entertainment business is the same. And so I have all this knowledge, but I, I don't live in the business mind frame because that immediately automatically takes you out of the creative space creative, yeah if you're thinking of like all of these you you start thinking about metrics and analytics and shit before you write the joke that's where you know you i'll i see myself take a fall or uh, take a hit to the creativity yeah. is when i start thinking of analytics and everything so even the way i approach my my branding is kind of in a creative way with a it's like a business conscious but not business emphasized it's not business prioritized uh at least not now because it's like I said it's just me and so I have to kind of be the creative and the business and so as I as I battle between the left and the right brain a lot of times the create I I want the creative brain to come out on top because that's that's where my heart is at but the business mind is good so that you know the creatives stay getting taken advantage of and exploited and exploitation and, and like you know um, just sort of uh, ah, the siphoning of your know, creative energy by others who of course they they're beneficial because they can market and sell you but right the way that the standard the the standards of those practices are set up is never really in the creative person's favor and so the, my business mind exists. To sort of ward those predatory energies off of my creativity and what I put out while still, you know, finding unique ways to monetize that I don't have to, I don't have to really necessarily pimp myself out exactly to, to that degree
2: i just say to you keep it keep it moving because you got the content pump it out people want to see it and if people want to follow you find you and see what's up next for you where can they find you on social media
1: uh well i i send everybody to anyamalik.com a-n-y-i-m-a-l-i-k.com that's the hub it, mm-hmm. it, so whatever social media you are on mm-hmm. you can find me at that hub, and then you can go to either my tree of links. You can catch my shows uh, embedded on AnyaMalik.com is uh, a playlist of you know all the YouTube videos that uh, that are of quality that I'm <laughs> that I'm a part of, and so yeah, you know that's the the Funny Media Group videos, my Vivo videos, and that's that's from my personal channel. So I have I got you know I have two channels that are mine, and then I exist on other people's channels like Funny media group. And so I send everybody to anyamalik.com. That's the hub, how you can find me any, any social media, you just find me there first. Um, and then you you can have a field day have at it. If you go to the main page, the, the first image as of today, the first image that you'll see is actually the next, uh, is, is the next sticker that is the image for the next sticker that I'm going to release, uh, in conjunction and promotion with Mr. Sir. And so I'm doing a a contest right now, a giveaway contest. Uh, I'm giving away some hoodies and some t-shirts to the best comments and the most liked comments on Mr. Sir. But every comment is going to be able to receive a sticker with the QR code to the website or the playlist uh, announced. The winners of that that contest are going to be announced uh, December 26, 2022 but everybody that comments and wants to claim the stickers, they'll be able to do so just with a screenshot and I'll request whatever address you want me to send it to, but that's the contest and, and it helps, you know what I mean, generate more engagement for the special. Absolutely. But the image to that, that sticker is uh, at com, and it's kind of, a shouts out to Ed Greer. When I say I'm like, a, a, not a team, I'm like a team of one, it's, it's essentially me collaborating with yeah. others. Mm -hmm. creatives and so ed greer definitely a collaborator he's a hilarious comedian you should check in with uh a dope artist um mad records um uh my brother Demaria. uh it's a lot of people that i I connect with that you know that that's that's in my corner as collaborators gotcha Um, mad records i think i said that them already um uh sora photography um does the video editing so i got people that i can reach out to and call on um uh, and then rest in peace my homie rest in peace my homie rossi mac brian abrams uh he was mixing he was my audio engineer yeah uh, he didn't make it he didn't make it out of 2022 unfortunately and so you know what i'm saying uh i'm going to send a rest in peace shout out yeah. uh to brian abrams and rossi Mac. so even then like you know the journey with our collabor, my collaborators is even you know uh bittersweet in yeah that you know, uh, it, 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 you know, we don't know the times that we hear it. And, you know, it, it, it's, 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 uh, I don't know where we go. I don't even know how we got here, but yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> I think you were just kind we of saying, here. you were talking about the people that you, it's, you are a team of one, but you aren't because you're talking about your right. collaborators and, and it is. It's like, we can't do this alone. And um, I really appreciate you doing the show. It was so nice getting to know you and hearing your wild night story. But then also hearing this passionate artist comedian who's doing really big things and who has amazing things coming up. So Anya, I want to thank you for doing the show. Thank you for your time. And you and I will talk soon. All right.
1: All right. Thanks, Rocky. I appreciate Absolutely.
2: you. Absolutely. I appreciate you too. Bye. <laughs>